podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a very Terrace Podcast Christmas. I'm Graham Thillis and today I'm joined by my two festive friends, Robert Bothwick. Hello. And Andy Harrow. Hello. Hello. Um, as is what is, I think it's now officially a tradition because we've done it for more than two years. Um, Robert, Andy and I will be drinking some cans um, and talking shit about Christmas essentially. Um, we're doing it via Zoom this year, so I imagine it will just be as miserable as the rest of the year has been. But we'll do our very best to keep it festive and keep it fun. We have a, a series of features, none of which have any real relation to real life or football. Um, so if that's what you're looking for, please don't listen. Um, if, if you're looking for a, a bit of a carry-on, then that's us here today. The, the, sorry, Graham, I was going to say the hint that there's got nothing to do with current football is that I'm on this. I haven't done a, I haven't done a Monday or a Tuesday for... Literally months. I was, I was going to say that that's just me. I've been benched. I've been, been sidelined for a while, so it's uh, good to be back talking about things that aren't actually football. That's good. So we'll do we'll, we'll do some features. Um, almost all the ones we've done in the past, and we've got a new one uh, by in the middle of the show as well, which I'm very excited about. Um, so we'll start off. Uh, what we're going to do is we are going to offer each of the each of the eleven Premiership clubs um, a prize or a, a, a Christmas present for what they need, whether they think it's a serious win or a carry-on. Robert, start us off. What are you going to gift uh, the Aberdeen Football Club? Right, I'm, I'm glad we're doing this in alphabetical order because I'm not actually getting anything for Aberdeen. I'm getting something for Dave Cormack specifically. <laughs> uh, and I am I'm getting him his, his very own blogging website. <laughs> um, so he can essentially just continue to sort of scream into a void uh, every time he wants to talk. He doesn't have to put it through the official Aberdeen accounts. He just has a blogging site. You know, like sort of... Uh, like 2009 Tumblr, do you know what I mean? Just, just get, yes. get him one of them, uh, and he can just he can just shoot off whenever he wants. If people want to follow the blog site, fine, that's absolutely fine. But don't force it upon people, uh, and just give everyone your thoughts there. Um, what's what, what's that website? Is it Wix or something? You can make your own site. I'll just do that for him. Uh, design it in red. There you go. Wix is it? Then a whole like a being a being equivalent. Oh fuck! I so it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, how do you not know it's Squarespace? They, uh, apart from this podcast, I think they advertise on every single other podcast. Going, uh, Squarespace is too obvious. I, I was thinking about that one that Sergio Aguero did uh, the adverts for. I, I can't remember what it's called now. I thought it was Wix, but I'm, I'm clearly uh, maybe it is Wix. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's there's another company called Wix who, hang on, uh, who also do that type of thing. Well, uh, I, I I sort of struggled with uh, I, I, a lot of the time. Uh, all your pals, your family, your friends, everybody already has everything they possibly need. All right, you're you're, you're buying things huh. a lot of the times just garbage for them. So a lot of people, what a lot of people do is buy experiences. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send the entirety of the Aberdeen squad, Dave Cormack as well. To be honest, you now I think about it because that may be a bit weird. Um, on essentially back to Andy Considine's stag do mainly because I want to see Ryan. I want to see Ryan Hedges do it. I want to see Sam Cosgrove. I want to see Curtis Main. I want all of them dressed up taking part in 
either I can boogie or whatever you want for the Aberdeen team. But I think I think the Aberdeen squad just now has a good blend of, of youth and experience, and I reckon between them they'll, they'll, they'll create a, a stunning bit of content. Mm. Uh, you're right, actually. Sorry, Rob. It is Wix, but W I X rather than W I C K E S. Hey. So I mean, it, it would make sense. You you know more about these things than I do. Obviously, I think of just being Q. Um, my mind is a bit similar to Robin that it's to do with uh, Cormac. Uh, so I have uh, given Aberdeen a, a. It just made Aberdeen one huge COVID bubble. So, uh, so you know, Aberdeen have obviously been covering. has been desperate for fans to be back in Aberdeen for literally months now, and he's been more vocal than anyone else. So, why don't we just wall off Aberdeen, give everyone a COVID test, or and even you know, regardless whether they are or aren't, uh, don't have COVID, at least nobody else can get in, and they can kind of go about and do whatever they want. So, uh, yeah, that, that to, would, be, that would to be totally honest, Andy, you had me sold it. Just wall off Aberdeen. <laughs> um, so we'll move on to. I'll go on to Celtic now. I'll take Celtic first. What I'm going to get Celtic is. The the Neil Lennon 2021 calendar because it's a gift for everyone really because as we all know club calendars by the time you get to July the cunts that are on it aren't actually there anymore so the Neil Lennon 2021 Celtic calendar goes to them I was going to say the, the Neil Lennon 2021 calendar just goes to January <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's essentially yeah so by the time it gets to August it'll just be pictures of Neil Lennon um, and Celtic can have it and reminisce about when he used to be their manager we can just wall off Neil Lennon that's <laughs> <laughs> this podcast are now, are now pro walling off things. Let's put a big perspex dome over them. That'll be fine. Um, <laughs> well, given, given that the, uh, the the old fun game is coming up, and I, I truly believe that that will be Neil Lennon's last game in charge of Celtic, uh, I've just saw him, uh, gone for some nice new fencing. Um, just mm. yeah, I don't know if you want to concrete it in or if if you know it's going to be freestanding, but just some nice new fencing, maybe make it green. Um, you know, so that the Celtic fans can have a, a bit more fun while chucking it at police officers. Um, yeah, just that some some nice new fencing. Uh, is there a, is there a winter break? I, I, because no. I'm not no. support a lower league team. There's no winter break, right? So I've got two things that um, I went Celtic to get: one, a winter break, and two, <laughs> Rangers to get an all expenses paid trip to Dubai during that winter break. Because I think that's probably the only reason that they're. The only way they're winning this league this season is if, if Rangers go in an absolute jolly uh, for a fortnight in Dubai. Um, and if that doesn't happen, there's no chance. So, uh, yeah, but it, it, it might need a bit of flexibility if there's currently no winter break, but I'm sure we can we can fit something out and, you know, so we'll, we'll just move the Scottish Cup or something. We'll just move some Hibs fixtures around it. It'll be fine. Be fine. Uh, Andy, what are you, you going to give the, the lads from Dundee United? Oh, well, funny you say that because I literally can't think of anything for Dundee United. There's, I don't have a thing. I, I thought of one thing and it was so boring. I just decided to pretend I don't have anything. I can't think of anything funny at all. So I'm going to pass this. I mean, it's arguable whether any of these things that I've said are funny, but... I can't think of anything even remotely interesting, so uh, I'll, I'll pass that one back to you guys. What, uh, did you actually I'm, manage to find anything? Yeah, I, similar to my Aberdeen, I'm, I'm getting an experience, so I'm going to hire, you know those guys that had the big signs at the German games to point towards the goal? I'm going to hire those guys for Dundee United so they actually find out where the fucking goal is. Just the big signs, big arrows <laughs> pointing directly. This is where the ball goes constantly, so yeah. Um, I, I I have thought slightly more outside the box for my one. Um, I'm I'm going to get Mickey Mellon a new um, some new coaching staff, but they're all also named after foods. Um, <laughs> so it just makes it a bit more fun. So I'm going to get them uh, Neil Berry, Patrick Burger, and Massimo Macaroni. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Just, just, so it, it's you know, just so there can actually be something fun and exciting about Dundee United because right now there is uh, absolutely nothing. Uh, for Hamilton Ackies, I'm going to gift them the very important gift of an editor, um, so that their website statements are no longer ten thousand words long, and they're actually <laughs> spell checked. Good. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get them William Shatner for next season's panto or next year's panto. <laughs> get some star quality in there. <laughs> So I was watching Miss Congeniality last night, obviously, as, as you would do, um, and I found myself wondering, do you think they told William Shatner that that was a film, or they just let him just think it was real, and there just happened to be cameras around the place? Real question. I have not watched that film in about 20 years. Um, you should, it was on ITV2 last night, so it'll probably be on tomorrow night as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've, never, I've never actually seen it either, it's weird. Oh, well, I've seen bits of it, but not enough to say that I've actually seen it. Uh, apparently William Shatner, uh, Shatner's in it, so... Yeah. <laughs> Robert. That's it. I um I just want to get Aki's a new stadium sponsor. Um I've not I've not taken to the Fountain of Youth Stadium at all. Um I much prefer the Hope C B D. Um I I've, I've you know I've spoken to some people, uh, but I've not got a deal over the uh, over the line yet. But Fountain of Youth Stadium, the Foys, uh, I'm I'm not into that at all. Um so I, I just want them to I mean I know that they rebrand their stadium every two weeks anyway. Um, but just just something new, and I've also put here also a striker. Hibernian. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I'll take this one. Yeah, uh, I thought you might. I, I want to get Hibernian a DVD of the 2004 CIS Cup final to hopefully trigger some kind of PTSD <laughs> um, before they they go ahead and, and probably win the uh, the League Cup. So I I want to try and stop that as best I can. And I feel like uh, because it is 2004, DVDs probably exist of that game. I'm sure Levy probably punted them somewhere. I think Craig uh, Cairns has it. <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. It's in amongst his record collection. Um, yeah, no, a, yeah, a DVD of the 2004 CIS Cup final. I have booked uh, Hibernian a three-night stay at the Citizens Theatre so that they can get more Malaprop content. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Funny you should say that because I uh, I thought the gift would be a letter from the Malaprop sisters to say that they'd switched allegiances to hearts. Um, <laughs> no thanks. Kilmarnock, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, much like Dundee United, I kind of struggled. So I had a wee look online and I find a book by uh, 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 someone called Jessica, Jessica Hagee called um, How to Be Interesting in 10 Easy Steps. <laughs> Valid. Uh, uh, excuse me, I struggled as well. It's weird, there's like two or three teams where there's almost literally nothing interesting. There's nothing interesting on the pitch and there's really nothing interesting off the pitch either. Um, uh, so I went for uh, Jim Garrison, the lawyer from um, JFK, played by Kevin Costner. Um, largely because of the, uh, the the fact that they were very happy that the, um, the investigation gave them a 3-0 defeat to St Mirren. So maybe if they'd actually had somebody competent in charge of the investigation, they might have, uh, they might have won it. Uh, I have I have gone for a great big golden statue of Nuts the Squirrel. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, solidarity. Exactly, man. Just uh, you know, he, he needs to be remembered. Like, even put it on top of one of the stands or something, um, so you can see it when you're flying over uh, rugby park. So like the like the like the cock at um, Spurs New Stadium, but instead of that, it's just nuts right yes. above the right above the stand at Kilmarnock. That'd be magic. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, Livingston Football Club. Yeah, I went for um, large cardboard cutouts of uh, Martindale everywhere. So I think that you know, 
The thing with Levinson is that Martindale's been the one running things from behind the scenes for like years now at this point. Uh, but now he can kind of come out of the shadows. He can finally embrace his true call and his manager of, of Levinson. So I think basically that means just having him everywhere. So I think I want cardboard cutouts of David Martindale as you come into the stadium and in all the areas around the stadium. I would like his face drawn into the grass using the lawnmower. Uh, I would like a stand named after him. Basically, I just want it to be really, really absolutely clear that Dave Martindale is the, the manager of Livingston. So, like, similar to uh, that, that Paddy Power thing with the 2,000 missing faces at the ground, just 2,000 David Martindales just all in a big line. I actually went along the same sort of line, and I'm really glad that he, he, he is now, he's not just building the dugouts and doing all the bits and pieces around the stadium as well he's now actually the manager as well so I just got him a world's best boss mug <laughs> makes sense um, so I, I've put here again I'm, I'm thinking slightly uh, slightly further out the box than you guys are um, so to attract larger crowds when fans are actually allowed back I want to get them an actual lion <laughs> like one of those American college mascots like an actual <laughs> like, lion just prowling the ground essentially like I, I want it to end up looking like uh, sort of Pablo Escobar's hoose uh, so like a massive petting zoo but because, they, because they've got that um, they've got that big mural of a lion uh, in, the, in the in the tunnel oh yeah because if you, if you want to be a lion you need to train with lions ah exactly so make them train with an actual lion <laughs> see what happens <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, a, a real live lion is what I've gone for with Libby. Uh, for Rangers Football Club, I've gone for Brasso because um, they're going to win the fucking titles. We just start polishing now, lads. That's fine. Have it. Fine. Good. Mm. Uh, you go Rob I don't have anything I had a couple of alternative ones because as I say I've missed out a couple of teams because I find them so boring uh, you go Rob Rangers so quite quite similar to, to what you were saying uh, with the Celtic gift I have gone for souvenirs from Dubai so they don't actually have to go um, you know maybe get them some sunbeds as well so they can feel the you know get, get a wee tan but whatever you do do not make them go to Dubai mm. as long as you can stop that and make them feel like they've had the experience that's that's okay uh, but yeah, just some souvenir, like a big sort of um, statue of the Burj Khalifa or, or something. Um, go for that. Uh, fa- they could all just watch Fast and Furious. Was it eight? <laughs> they, they drive through the Burj Khalifa and like other buildings. Is that eight? Is it seven, eight, nine? Not nine. I think, I think it's eight. I think it's eight. I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's eight when they drive through the building into another building. That's right. Um, that's right. Yeah. What a film. That's, that's the one where Thingy dies, isn't it? At the end, where he didn't die, but it has died in real life. That's seven. Is that seven? I'm pretty sure that's seven. So confused. Uh, it's astounding that we never did the Fast and Furious podcast series, but hopefully, hopefully, one day. I mean, literally during the summer when we spent three or four <laughs> months talking about anything but football, it's, it's amazing that we didn't do it. That was actually, literally our I best watched, opportunity. I watched them all in preparation. I just never really got around it. Um, <laughs> and Dave, what you, have you got something for Ross County? Uh, yes, I think so. Uh, I have some default three 0 wins uh, awarded to them by the SPFL uh, because they've only got ten goals in the league all season, and there's hee haw chance they're going to score many more between now and the end of the season. So they desperately need some defaults because of uh, COVID breaches. Uh, I went for the classic Christmas puzzle, but it, because it's a Ross County one, what I've done is I've made sure that all the pegs are round and all the uh, places you put them are also round, so that they stop trying to put fucking square pegs in round holes. Very good. Very good. Uh, I have gone for just an alternative new manager. 
Um, just like you know, like <laughs> like if, if, if you've still got the receipt for John Hughes, fine, take him back, and I I can provide them with a, another new manager, Tommy Wright mm. or something. You know what I mean? Just someone else. Along those lines, St Johnston, Robert. St Johnston, um, at St Johnston. I was going for new strips because they consistently have the worst football strips in Scotland. I don't understand what can go so wrong. Mm. Hard to agree. Hard, I mean, they, they, it is unbelievable that they can have such bland... They always look like those... Um, I've never felt one of them, but they look like they all have that really thick material from when you used to play football for like your school team in the 90s. Like, they, they all look like they're made of that sort of really heavy material. They, they are horrendous. And then even their weight top, how, how wrong can you go with yellow and blue? And they still find mm. a way to go completely wrong. Robert, what are you going to get St Johnston, Andy? Hey, I, I have got them um, the ghost of Maradona. Uh, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I, I think I've, I feel like I've done the ghost of maybe not Maradona because he's only died this year. But uh, basically, because I find St Johnston just such a th- again a thoroughly dull team, I just think if they they sacked Calvin Davison and brought in Maradona's ghost as the manager, I mean you've got any number of levels in which it makes them infinitely more interesting you've got the fact that they've got a ghost in charge that's that quite interesting that he'll sign Martin Palermo <laughs> yeah, exactly uh, and yeah then you've just got Maradona uh, the ghost who undoubtedly is not going to be any more calm than uh, when he was alive so I just think it would spice things up around McDermott Park I like the idea of just a really raging ghost as well um, <laughs> given that Danny McNamara is about to be um, recalled by Millwall what I am requesting or what I'm gifting to St Johnston is actually one of those gag maps where all the roads actually just lead back to Perth so it's just a really lengthy route but he just keeps end up backing up in Perth so he doesn't have to go back to Millwall and then finally we've got St Mirren uh, I am gifting them a pillow to scream in which they can provide to all their fans to stop shouting about having three points uh, taken away from them as well so you can just start screaming into that rather than screaming into Twitter Good. Good. Go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So for St Mirren I have gone for um, a female Paisley Panda to see if they can mate before the Edinburgh Zoo ones do <laughs> and I went for hazmat suits because they obviously are incapable of uh, being the necessary distance away from each other when they go to training or go for lunch or whatever so if they keep the hazmat suits on that at least means that the uh, the risk of infection is limited uh, Grand, so that's our gifts to each of the, the Premiership sides um, what we're going to do now is we, we have a feature where I had the feeling that at Christmas is the time for a great Christmas blockbuster a great Christmas movie and what's better than a heist movie Die Hard's better than a heist movie but we can't do that because it's already been done so what we're going to do is we're going to do a heist movie and for a heist movie you need a crew you need 11 guys in your crew and then you need a baddie to pursue them so what we're going to do is we've given 11 roles within our heist crew each of them a little bit different and we're each going to pick someone for each of those roles so where do we want to do we want to start with our leaders and see who we're going to say who we want to be our leader and why Oh, sorry, Graham. I realised I had a few extra uh, gifts to give out. Sorry, I was not paying attention. <laughs> no, I was paying attention. I was paying attention to you. That was the problem. I wasn't paying attention to my list. Do you want, do you want me to quickly run them, th- run through them? Yeah, yeah go for it. to do with the Premiership teams. Speed round. Speed round. Right, speed round. I've got uh, John McGlynn. I've given him a winter fleeced line fur cap, so he can wear both a hat and a cap without literally wearing a hat and a cap. I, I have. 
I know what, you shouldn't joke about these things, but I have. Uh, I've got Ewan Murray and Tom English. Uh, I've said that they probably deserve a good present from Neil Lennon because they absolutely deserve it this year. Uh, I've given Steve, just the last one is I've given Stephen Dobby golf clubs um, because he's clearly desperate to get away from his wife and kids. Uh, but trekking all the way up to Dumfries every week to do it just seems a bit unfair so get him some golf clubs get my membership for the local golf course wherever he lives and uh, that'll do uh, save all the bother of being an acting inside team so sorry totally no, going no, off no, topic no, we're back to Ocean's Eleven now and no, no, they no, probably no, weren't no, even worth it but uh, we're we'll back to seconds thinking that up, so. excellent so we'll start off with our high screw and the first member of your high screw has to be a leader so Robert do you want to give me the leader of your high screw yeah, I mean, I've, I've already broken the rules here by having two leaders, but I've gone for uh, Lee Miller and David McCracken. Um, I would follow them into battle 100%. They, they seem like a great bunch of lads. Um, they, they are masterminding something right now in Scotland's League One. Um, and just, I, I think Lee Miller could wear the shit out of a suit. Um, I think he, he looks like the sort of suave guy, whereas McCracken's a bit of the, a bit more of a jack the lad uh, in the background. So I, I think those two as the the leader the leadership team the guys who come up with it all um, is is absolutely perfect for me I like that Uh, my leader I've gone along a similar sort of lines because the leader has to be a little bit of everything Uh, so I've gone for Craig Barr um, on the basis that he undoubtedly looks fantastic in a suit he is charismatic he is strong he works in wealth management apparently Uh, I've definitely not been on Craig Barr's LinkedIn today Uh, he coaches youth football he's got the contacts because he's played at loads of clubs and has lots of good guys he's played in the UEFA Cup he's got international experience because he's played he's he's played in Sweden as well he's everything he is he can fit in a crowd he can stand out in a crowd he can be everywhere he's he's, going to be the guy he's the glue to bind the other the other 10 specialists together as well I am fairly certain I had Craig Barr in every single one of the <laughs> <laughs> And who, who's your leader? Uh, I've gone for uh, Steve Clark. So the, he isn't lacking the kind of natural charisma you would hope for from this type of uh, this type of character. But he, uh, he, what he lacks in charisma, he makes up for in being quite an intimidating man who seems to be able to still uh, inspire folk to do stuff. So, uh, so. Yeah, against the odds, I've got him um, leading this this ragtag bunch of uh, jobbers into into action, uh, and I've also uh, I'll, I'll get when I get to the uh, retired veteran who he seeks advice from, the, the kind of tie in. So that's partly why I've gone for Steve Clark. Excellent. So the next member of our high crew is the muscle within the crew. He's the he's going to be the guy that's uh, throwing bodies around the place. So who have you got, Robert? Declan Gallagher, who have you got, Andy? <laughs> yeah, Declan Gallagher. <laughs> I've got Curtis Main. Should we move on? <laughs> That's fine. I've got Curtis Main to throw bodies about. Uh, right, we're on to number three. It's, it's the brains of the operation. It's not necessarily they don't need to be charismatic, but they know how it works. They know how they're going to pull off the heist. Andy, who have you got for your brains? I went for Bolly Bollingolly. Um he is the man with the long-term plan, uh, breaking all the COVID rules in order to get kicked out of Celtic in order to end up in the Champions League with uh, the Turkish champions. Uh, that's a man who sees... He's playing, che- he's playing chess while they're playing chess. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, he's mine. Uh, Robert? So I, I've, I've, I've gone for quite a, a boring but functional one and uh, gone for Rory McKenzie. Uh, just because he is, you know, studying away from football, seems like a very smart man, knows law, 
uh, which will certainly help uh, in, in situations whereby you're definitely breaking the law. Um, so yeah, I've, I've gone for I've gone for Rory Mack. Uh, I've also gone for a Celtic left back, and I've got Diego Laxalt because there's no chance that someone that's that fucking specky isn't any clever. <laughs> Um, so uh, I'll give us our number four as well, which is number four is our tech guy. He's the guy that runs all the computers. He runs all the. He's the he's the he's the guy that can figure it. He can hack you in. He can show you the security cameras. He'll get you in there. Um, so I've gone for Ryan Christie on the basis that I actually have a sneaking suspicion that Ryan Christie might be a massive VL, um, given that over lo- over lockdown and when he was quarantined, all he was doing was playing Warzone and knocking out like twenty kill games. Like you can't be good at football and play video games, mate. That's everyone gets everyone gets one thing. You can't have both. The fact that you're knocking out massive massive scores on Warzone indicates that you might actually just be a total nerd. Uh, so yeah, I reckon uh, I reckon Ryan Christie is a tech guy. Uh, I I have gone for purely on the on the basis of his Instagram page and seeing that he does know his way around certain programs uh, on on the internet. I've gone for Steve Lawson. Um, I think anyone that can anyone that can knock up graphics like that uh, is surely is surely got abilities uh, beyond the means of many SPFL footballers uh, when it comes to computers. So uh, uh, Steve Lawson, and I think like even even when they're coming up with the plans, he'll make nice graphics for that. He'll make it all look nice. Um, so yes. Yeah, I've gone for Michael Stewart uh, because he knows his way around a tactics board uh, on sports scene. That's that's right. It's actually hard to think of people who might be good at tech and football. <laughs> 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 uh, number five is is kind of a sad one because it's within a high school somebody somebody's going to die um, essentially. So we have to pick the guy that's going to die, and they have to be reasonably interesting. You need to be connected to them, but ultimately they're going to. By the time the film is finished, they're going to be gone and replaced by somebody else in the sequel. Um, Robert, who have you got? So I, 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 I've sort of thought about this from a couple of different angles. So it's someone who, uh, in this film, is a, quite a well-known actor. So you know, you're, you're sort of sucked in by this. And, and essentially, what I'm thinking of is uh, Samuel L. Jackson in Deep Blue Sea. So he's going to give this sort of like rousing speech, and you think, right, this guy's going to be, this guy's going to be mustard. He's going to be great. And then eventually, he, he does uh, succumb. Actually, quite early in the film. Steven Seagal an executive decision yeah exactly exactly people are suckered in by it and it's a bit of a shock when they die so I'm going for Shane Duffy Um, (laughs) everyone everyone fully believed that he was going to be a a key member of this crew uh, and then it all went to shit uh, very 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 quickly so I've I've gone for him my backup one was uh, who even was it again Harry Cochran just because he looks like the sort of person who'd die early in a film the quiet religious guy that ends up going crazy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I went for um, again someone uh, you 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 really do feel connection to them, but ultimately it's just not going to work. So I've got Daniel Stendel. Good, yeah, mm. yeah. Andy, I went down a slightly different route in that I went for somebody. Uh, so I went I, I went for Kieran Tierney uh, on the basis that he's somebody that you think you'd you know he, he seems like a sympathetic type sort of B character, uh, but. Isn't you know he's a bit like one of those kind of red shirt guys in Star Trek that he is going to be the, the first off. Um, just it just has that vibe. I don't know the fact he's injured all the time, so seems seems susceptible to that type of thing. Uh, right, so that takes us on to number six of our crew, which is the driver. Um, I'll take this first um, as I thought this was a really good one, and then I, I realised that the only one I could think of was a man that drives a Lamborghini. So I've got James Tavernier as my driver. Hmm. 
seems fair. I mean, I'm pretty sure uh, Alfredo Morelos drives his when the, the air's not been taken out of his tyres as well. So. People haven't cut the brake lines. Uh, <laughs> and, and something that definitely happened. <laughs> uh, I've, I've gone for uh, Ross McCrory. Um, just because I, I feel like he's he's very very reliable, uh, I feel like he kind of looks like the guy in Baby Driver, and that's it. Mm. I always think the drivers in these films are a bit mental, and your kind of life's in your hands. So I have got Jamie Robson as my driver. Oh. <laughs> uh, next on our crew is the acrobatic guy. He's the guy that's going to get you into a tight space and out of a tight space. So. Andy, given that Robert's still giggling, um, who's your acrobatic guy? Yeah, I've gone for uh, Craig Gordon for this one. I think you just want somebody who's a sort of a bit of a physical freak with this. Uh, so you either go for the really small guy who's incredibly flexible, or in this case, you go for the guy with like twelve foot limbs. So uh, yeah, he's uh, he can get in any of the tight spaces that you need. I, I I went down the line of thinking of the most acrobatic thing I've ever seen. Um, so uh, it doesn't really work longer term, I would imagine. But my acrobatic guy is Michael Higdon because he's the biggest man I've ever seen do an overhead kick, and it was against Hibbs and James. McPake so yeah Michael Higdon even if he's not that acrobatic he can just fucking run through the hole uh, I I have gone for Graham Murty um, <laughs> a blast from the past just uh, just head standing his way out of every single situation it's like we need to get through this uh, this lift shaft cool no bother I'll just go head stand <laughs> head stand my way through the heist <laughs> out of the safe that's just locked itself I'll just have you head stand and then we'll be good boys uh, yeah. um, number 8 is uh, the guy that's going to do the double cross the, guy, the secret agent within the crew who have we got for the guy that's going to snake us uh, I've got Lee Robson uh, sorry Lee Robinson not Lee Robson I'm getting confused with my previous previous nutcase um yeah, Lee Robinson, who I just, I mean, it, as Sean's talked about this before, but he's like one of the <laughs> the only person on a cup final team that the fans of that team actively hate and hated at the time. Uh, and uh, he just has that face. He just has like, a, as soon as you see him, you just think he's the guy that's going to double cross this team. Absolutely. Robert, who have you got? Uh, I have gone for Dylan Beakey. Um, he's, <laughs> he's got, yes. He's got a previous. I mean, you could also say like James Keatons or something, but no, D- Dylan Beakey, because um, he, he's done it before. I can't believe I've got this one left on the board. I've taken Stephen Presley. Oh, of course, of course. He, the reason I didn't go for him, Graham, is because I actively try and push him out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, that takes on to number nine, which is our loose cannon. Uh, I'll start this off. The loose cannon is he's got to be in the crew because you've got to do something that'll get them at a tight spot with something, something daft but they also might get everyone killed. Uh, so I've gone for Willie Gibson, um, a man of 13 clubs who's now apparently a fullback, has been from the highs of the, highs of the game uh, to the lows of the game at Celtic Nation, uh, a man who stormed out of Falkirk and then asked to come back a little bit later. Yeah, Willie Gibson for me. Mm. I, I had uh, Morelos, but actually I'm going to change it for Rowan Alexander. Uh, <laughs> just a wee bit more of an experienced list cannon than uh, Morelos. Uh, yeah. A much stranger loose cannon. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. definitely. Robert, that, that, that's just as well because I, I, I have got Morelos. It could be no one else. It could be absolutely no one else. Capable of absolute genius that will will see the heist uh, come off perfectly, or he could shop everyone to Dylan Beakey, uh, who's, who's <laughs> been it. it's got to be Morelos. 
Uh, we're at number 10 it's the the procurement guy the guy that gets stuff the guy that can find you anything the guy that can get you a, 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 an extra safe so that you can practice practice cracking it who have you got Robert? Uh, I have gone for Hearts groundsman Colin Davey uh, from the Inside <laughs> the Inside Time Battle <laughs> documentary series um, I, I feel like he's just a guy that you know he's, he's there every day he knows where everything's hidden. He knows how to get stuff. You would never suspect him um, if you're a, a polis or, or whoever uh, trying to uh, try to catch the crew. It's, it's Rob, got- are you planning a heist on hearts? <laughs> <laughs> you're looking for an inside man. Are you planning a heist on Tynecastle? I mean, maybe. I'd, 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 I, can't, I can't say too much. I can't say too much. Uh, I'm actually, I've gone a little bit outside the box for mine. So uh, along the heart sort of line as well, um, my my guy that can get you stuff is Y Scout. Um, it's not actually necessarily going to be going to get you good stuff, and then it might bring you Mallory Martin or Loic the Moor, but it's going to be a digital character that talks back to you. So my my guy that can get you stuff is Y Scout. <laughs> Uh, mine is going to be well. I had I had one. I'm changing it. Mine's is going to be uh, Willie Mackay, the uh, the incredibly dodgy agent who um, can. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done a gesture which I won't repeat. Um, and it, but it's not the gesture you think. But uh, anyway, uh, I, yeah, I think uh, as somebody who can get you anything, but f- you know, it may cost you your soul. Uh, he's uh, he's my man. Well, that leaves the, the the number eleven of our crew. Um, the retired veteran, which is I feel like is 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 a really important role, almost as important as the real, the leader, because you get the experience, they've seen everything, they know everything. Robert, who's your retired veteran? I have gone for Mo Johnston. <laughs> you want to expand on that? Yeah, sure. So he uh, he obviously through his through his career, uh, you know, went went through a, a little bit of adversity. Uh, he's he's seen a lot of things. He's also played abroad, so he's got uh, different cultural aspects to his uh, to his background as well. Uh, but also, you know, an incredibly effective guy uh, in pretty much every single team uh, that he was a part of. So I've I've gone for Mo Johnson. He's he's Mister International, but also uh, you know he uh, I. He uh, he was, aye. That thing happened, eh? So, <laughs> Andy, who's your who's your retired veteran? <clears throat> okay, so uh, picture the scene. I've got Steve Clark is the kind of main the main kind of George Clooney esque guy here. Um, he needs a bit of advice from somebody who's done it all before. He jumps on a plane off to Barbados, where uh, once he gets there, he sees the uh, the retired veteran, Maduro in hand. Uh, as the papers would describe it, a bevy of beautiful women around him. That's right, it's Craig Brown. <laughs> He'll yes. give him all the tips he needs. Uh, I went down a sort of. I, I've gone for Ali McCoist mainly because he's he's already got the big movie experience. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a man who you could comfortably imagine saying, "I'm getting too old for this shit," uh, but then <laughs> full in the knowledge that he's definitely not too old for this shit. Mm. Finally, uh, while we've all got, while we've got a crew throughout a film, we need a, we need a pursuer, we need a, we need a cop, we need a, a guy that's trying to stop our, our crack crew um, from getting to whatever it is they're trying to steal. Apparently, Tyne Castle in Rob's case. Um, <laughs> who is your elite pursuer, Andy? So it could only be Gareth Southgate, the kind of no nonsense kind of police officer that's uh, that's hot in the heels, no nonsense and not very interesting. Um, yeah, it could only be Southgate. 
Uh, I've gone for Craig Levine, uh, the cerebral specky cop. Um, (laughs) Also, he never wins, so that works well for a high smooth. He's he's going to lose every single time. When it comes to the crunch, he's not there. Uh, I, I have looked at this from the angle of the, the sort of well-known trope of uh, I'm just one week away from retirement uh, and I've gone for Claire White, the SFA compliance officer, <laughs> who, is, who, is, uh, who is leaving her role uh, as, as, as doing that quite shortly uh, and she's also there to spoil all of the fun um, at all times. So I've gone for SFA, PDs, um, Claire White. Excellent. So that, that is our house. Those are our heist crews. Uh, please do tell us if you think this is pointless. Um, <laughs> it's a bit wait now. Well, it's fine. I really enjoyed it. If you don't like it, keep it to yourself. Um, so we'll fi- we'll finish up as we often and always do at Christmas with do me a solid. Uh, we stuck it on Twitter earlier on to to ask some of you for some for, for some solids. Have we all done the same ones? Is that right? I think so. Well, we'll find out. I guess I'm about to. <laughs> Because I, I, I followed Andy's lead and, and took all the ones that all, all the ones that you've done and have also done them as well. Um, I'm really just spit, uh, sorry, spit for time because I'm trying to find them on Twitter. Anyway, right, so from Jim Douglas, with a nod to the ladies who used to appear on Cans of Tenants, Glens want to use pics of Scottish footballers on their bottles as part of, part of their new deal. Who are you picking to stick on your Glens bottle of vodka? Rob, you yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go first, that's fine. Um, so I've gone for Glenn Middleton, Glenn Kamara and Gary Glenn. Well, uh, I, had Ga- I had Gary Glenn, who's mine? I had, I had, uh, <laughs> I had, I had, I also, did we all just go for just Glenn's? Because I went for Glenn Whelan and Glenn Lovins as well as uh, Glenn Kamara. <laughs> all the Glens of Scottish football on bottles of Glens I think it's a absolutely magic advertising campaign just mm-hmm. loads and loads of Glens I, I, well, did, I did also think of adding uh, Ismail Bouzid and Guillaume Bouzelan but um, I, I thought well, mm-hmm. oh, stick, stick to the Glens there was, there, there, was, um, there was something that I kind of it, <coughs> you would have the tagline it's maybe it's not Glens it's mine or something somebody did that Elsa that wasn't me that took that uh, I just think that but yeah you could definitely do that with all the different Glens Excellent. Um, from you in Richmond, we've had uh, in a post-COVID, we do this every year, so we'll do it again. In a post-COVID world, you've invited the family in for Christmas. It becomes apparent on Christmas Eve that you don't have enough food to feed them. Which Scottish footballer are you bringing to participate in a supermarket sweep in order to get enough food for your meal? Uh, I'll take it first. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take big Aaron Chapman because he's about seven foot tall. His arms are the longest thing I've ever seen in the world. And also, if he starts picking stuff off of the shelves, he might realise that he's got hands and then try and save <laughs> fucking footballs with them. <laughs> Andy? Uh, I went for Alan Johnson, uh, Queen of South manager, because he effectively did a supermarket sweep in the summer, so he has experience. Excellent. And uh, Robert? Um, so I, I've gone for someone who is who is nimble, who can uh, get his way through and out of crowds, because I'd imagine this, this supermarket is full of other people sweeping. Uh, and I've gone for Inverness's Kai Kennedy. Um, I feel like he's he's got the pace to do it. I feel like he's, he's learning. You know, he, he takes a lot of uh, takes a lot of things on and you tell him exactly what you need. He'll go out and deliver and he'll get it for you. Magic. And that takes us to what uh, Duncan has asked us. You're, negoti- you're negotiating Brexit. Which three Scottish football figures are on your negotiating team to get the best deal? Andy? Uh, I've gone for the, the trio of Neil Lennon, Richard Desmond and Peter Lowell, who, uh, I mean, if nothing... <laughs> 
great businessmen, Andy. It's important yeah. to remember they're great businessmen. <laughs> I don't know if they can actually convince anyone, but maybe they're just the sheer stubbornness of it. I'll, uh, I'll see them through. Uh, Robert, who have you got? So I, I've, I've gone for a ragtag bunch here. Uh, <laughs> first and foremost, I've got Vladimir Romanov. Um, he, he only deals with who he wants to deal with. Uh, and he, he won't hear anything otherwise. He's a bit of a hardline guy. I've gone for Connor Salmon's agent. Um, very capable of somehow continuing to get him decent deals. Uh, and I've gone for Peter Lawwell because he's an actual massive Tory. Uh, I've I've also gone with a, a ragtag three. Uh, so first of all, I have Ryan Gold. Uh, just to remind people what happens when you go to Europe, you grow long hair, you have an Alice band and a cracking tan. Um, I have gone for uh, Arbroath's commentator um, because I feel that if, if we're negotiating on behalf of Scotland, um, then you, you need a guy that gets 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 the passion flowing. A, a, a guy that you're going to understand what it means to be Scottish and shouting, Rona, don't buy me a Christmas present. That, that'll do me. Um, he's the guy that knows what he wants and he's going to get it. I'm absolutely fine with that as well. And finally, uh, just Dick Campbell, because somebody's got to put their balls in the line, and I would imagine he might actually put his balls on the line. <laughs> um, so I've gone for Dick Campbell as the, the number three for then. Finally, um, if I find the, the way that this is actually phrased in one way at all, uh, Richard Wilson asked us, it's Christmas Eve and you've forgotten to get your son a Turbo Man figure. It's sold out everywhere. Which Scottish football figure would you want help in ton- hunt- would you want hunting down a figure in a jingle all the way style adventure? Robert. So I, <laughs> uh, I was just thinking about the the film itself. Uh, you know, the the main character uh, being Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, everything that that comes with the sort of hilarious, almost slapstick uh, way that things go along. And I have gone for Lars Lokoc, um, basically for you know, he's a he's a great big weird looking guy. Um, he seems quite calamitous um, and would probably forget to buy his. Son of present. I don't know. Lars Lokoch, that's who I've gone for. I've I've gone down a similar sort of lines and I was I was trying to think of someone that might kind of forget to do something for their kids, so I've gone for Charlie Mulgrew. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy, do you want to take us home? Do you want to finish us off? Yeah, I'd go for uh, Ryan Porteous. He's not subtle, but he'll get the job done. <laughs> that's us. Uh, thank you all for listening to this nonsense Christmas special once again um, thank you Robert for your time oh thank you very much Graham. it was always very good fun and thank you Andy for your time thanks Merry Christmas Merry Christmas everyone I know it's been 2020 it's kind of done to death at this point that 2020 has been absolutely miserable um, we do hope that us having a carry on here has helped round off the year in one way or another we do absolutely hope you're all well. We, all, as always, are always very, very thankful for all the support you guys give us through Patreon, through listening, or through calling us pricks on Twitter. Um, every bit of it is genuinely very, 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 very uh, well received, and we are all very thankful of it. So, thank you again for listening, and we'll I think we'll be back next year. Um, I, although Fowler probably make me do more podcasts next week, so I don't actually know. <laughs> Nonetheless, have a very merry Christmas, and we hope to speak to you all soon. Merry Bye. Christmas. Podcast Network.